Hello and welcome back. My name's Sam Barber and you're listening to episode 3 of A Light in the Dark, My Songwriting Journey. In episode 2, I talked about Far Across the Night Sky, track 1 debut EP, Hope, Love Never Dies, and my experiences writing, recording and marketing the song. In today's episode, I'm going to look at the same processes and story behind the next song from the EP, Caledonia Dreaming, which is a highly personal song and marks a clear turning point in my approach to songwriting. Caledonia Dreaming was the first of my songs to gain radio airplay in the UK, and also the first song to be downloaded by a paying customer. It also went on to win the Best Singer-Songwriter Song Award at the 2020 Spring Cluzine International Awards. As with episode two, I hope that you can take away useful information about the process of writing a song, preparing your song for a professional recording, working with a producer in a studio, and releasing your first song online, and learn from the mistakes I made when doing so. Let's start. I wrote Caledonia Dreaming in one writing session of about two hours on March the 17th, St. Patrick's Day, in 2018. Once again writing in my room with my favourite old Yamaha guitar and notepad at hand. I had been thinking of writing a song about my homesickness for Scotland for two to three months, and when I sat down the ideas seemed to flow quite well especially revolving around a simple folk-like motif around the chord of D, which formed the basis of the whole track, and acted as somewhat of a drone, akin, I later realized, to bagpipes driving the piece forward. I utilized common chords in D major, D, A, G, and B minor, and kept the same gentle fingerstyle pattern throughout, and soon, as I added line by line of lyrics, I had the beginnings of a melody in my mind. Not long into the session, I discovered this would be a sentimental song, wispy in nature, and I decided to let the song take its own course, taking me along for the ride. As I wrote the lyrics, it became clear to me that this song was different. It was much more personal and heartfelt and touched a clear nerve as I jotted the words down. It was also crystal clear that the song was a vehicle for expressing the grief I felt at the loss of my father to lung cancer in the summer of 2017. The grief was still very real and somehow my overall general mood at the time found its way into the fabric of the song far deeper than any had done prior, adding a real and sincere depth. Writing this song helped me to convey and express my feelings of loss of sadness and of homesickness I had as I struggled to accept he was gone. My father was someone I loved and admired greatly and his loss was a painful one and it hurt me for a long time and still does. He had taught me my first songs on the guitar amongst many other things and was my best friend. He was only eight when he passed and I was just starting my journey as a songwriter and yet to receive any radio play. I wish he could have heard the music I have subsequently written, and he would have been especially proud of my recent BBC Airplay on Radio Scotland earlier this month. 
but I was happy that I could finish far across the night sky, which he loved. We had so much still to do together, and it was painful to watch him succumb to cancer, despite the powerful chemotherapy he had been receiving for nearly a year. There was nothing we could do to take it away, to ease his pain, and I felt hopeless. Oakton delivered the eulogy at his funeral, and when I returned to Hong Kong after the summer, I was soon immersed in my work once more, which helped to take my mind off things, but I frequently had trouble sleeping for the first year, as the pain was still very raw. My family were all extremely helpful during this tough time, and gradually things got better as we just got on with things. There was something about his passing that spurred me on to work harder in all areas of my life and not to take anything for granted. Life is precious and relatively short, and something determined inside of me to make a real go of songwriting for my family and for dad, but also for myself, as I wasn't sure I could do it. This song tapped into all these feelings and the writing process became therapeutic and soothing. The last line of the song sums up the feelings of hope and resilience. My home's inside of me. Once I'd written it, I shared it with my wife, who could also feel it was something different from my previous songs. I knew it had potential and recorded a simple version of it on GarageBand, just for vocals and acoustic guitar. One to two months later, I made a simple video of the song with pictures of Scotland in it and uploaded it to a Facebook group about Scotland. And something amazing happened. Literally, within 10 minutes of my uploading it, the song struck a chord with people. It quickly gathered pace, over a hundred comments and several hundred likes and hearts. I was a new member to the group, and as a first post, I had shared the most intimate of songs with them, with strangers, in good faith, and they reciprocated with ardor, so to speak. I'd never expected such a positive reaction, a literal outpouring of support for this humble demo. I was humbled, shocked, and grateful all at once, and it was then, in May 2018, that I first really understood the power of social media as a vehicle for sharing one's music, and also how quickly a song can become popular if it can connect to people. Many of the people who commented encouraged me, pushed me to record a professional version of the song, and I subsequently bought a new acoustic guitar, an Epiphone, which has since become my main guitar for performances, and after several weeks of solid rehearsal and slight revisions to the song structure and lyrics, booked myself in at the same studio, full of excitement. I'd gathered some feedback on this updated version of the song prior to recording, which helped me as well. This time, I didn't want any special arrangements or fancy effects. I had a very clear idea of how I was going to record the song in a simple manner as possible, to reflect its simple message of love. That is, for vocal and acoustic guitar only. As with previous visits to the studio, I spent most of Saturday completing the song, but this time I was better prepared. Better rehearsed with a clear idea in mind of the song, 
I set myself a target to finish the song in one day, one recording session. I also felt comfortable that I was recording a song in honor of my father, a sign of respect towards him, and that made me feel good. There are things I would have done differently, however, which could have made the process even better still. The guitar strings on my guitar were still very fresh, and I had not broken them in enough prior to recording, thus resulting in a somewhat tinny sound to the fingerstyle pattern. I also decided to play the guitar track without a click, which looking back I would not have done. My reasoning at the time was that I wanted a more natural flow to the song, free from the restraints of a click, allowing me to shape the introduction, cadences, and outro in a more intuitive way. However, I was lucky that I managed to play with a half-decent sense of timing and got a good take after around 45 minutes of work. This decision wasted time and ultimately could have spoiled the whole recording. I really enjoyed the challenge of adding vocal tracks, again double tracking throughout and spending many hours working on them, line by line, sometimes word by word. This song was challenging in that I had to portray feelings in every word and was tiring. The voice once again changed as the day went on and in order to keep the throat from becoming too dry, I drank lots of warm water. Previous comments from the original Facebook post mentioned I should try and sing the song with more feeling, more anguish in the voice, and even with more of a Scottish accent. However, I do believe it's more important to trust yourself and your gut feeling when recording your own songs, and try to be true to your own interpretation of them. It might not please everyone, and it might not be what everyone likes, but one has to remember, it is your song. That isn't to say you should be stubborn. By all means, take advice, but have the courage to follow your convictions as well. I recorded the vocals as natural as possible in my normal singing voice, imbuing it with as much feeling as I could muster. The wonderful studio assistant also advised me to add a palm-muted power chord type effect on the guitar from the second verse onwards to build tension, excitement, and drama. It was an inspired idea and something I had not thought of. Another great idea from her was to add the harmonies and the choir-like harmonies at the end of the song, which were difficult for me to record, as I didn't have much experience in singing and recording in harmony. This once again took extra time to get right. And it was late at night when the recording was finished. And after a summary and reflection of the song, I had decided I had done enough to do the song justice. I had wanted to record a simple song with minimal fuss, as I thought this way the song would have more impact. My wife had also joined me in the studio for support, and I was conscious of not keeping her waiting too long as well. I couldn't wait for the master to be finished so I could share this new version with the Facebook group. I thought they'd love it and that they couldn't wait to hear it, and I rushed to create a new fancier video with lyrics and pictures this time, and uploaded it to CD Baby as a single. Many of the members of the group originally said they would buy the new version, which was super encouraging. The funny thing was, 
Once I finally released the song, the response was good, but perhaps not what I expected it to be. A lot of people really appreciated the song, and some actually said they preferred the original demo version. Others said that they liked the voice more in the original version. There was a real mix of opinion. I learned that day about the fickleness of success and the popularity of a song. One day it's in, and the next it's not, and so the cycle repeats. I was extremely grateful to the group and continued to post my new songs as they genuinely enjoy listening to them. Later that summer, someone from Scotland downloaded the song from CD Baby, which was the first time anyone had purchased my music in any way, shape or form. I was absolutely delighted and my happiness was doubled in December of the same year when it was given its first airplay on December the 12th. Far Across the Night Sky had previously been played on RTHK3 in Hong Kong during my live performance at the station on the 30th of August 2017, but this marked a hugely inspirational and motivating turning point. First airplay in the UK. By bearing my soul firstly in a song and then by sharing it onto a public group on Facebook, I had learned a lot about what people like to listen to. And also that people enjoyed my song and its message, which I was absolutely delighted about. Ultimately, music is a sharing process and if you choose to write personal songs, then taking those tentative first steps in sharing your innermost feelings in a song and then sharing them to gauge opinion on public platforms is a necessary step. Of course, please take care in fully protecting your songs prior to sharing them. But take the leap. Believe in yourself, believe in your music, believe in your message, and go for it. At least you can say you've tried. And if it doesn't work, then you can go back to the drawing board and start again, trying to write an even better song, and get a little further next time. In episode four, I'm going to discuss the next song in the EP, Hope, Love Never Dies, and the story behind it. If you would like to support the show, there are many ways to do so. You can subscribe to my Facebook and YouTube pages for more updates and join my Facebook group, Sam Barber Music. If you like my music, you can download from my Here Now page, sambarber.herenow.com or make a donation via PayPal. Your support is sincerely appreciated. Until next time, take care and stay safe. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>